Welcome to Midlife Mastery Podcast. This is your host, Brock Edwards, and I am excited just to have a, a short short conversation, a short visit with you today. So first off, thank you so much for, for listening, and I am just thrilled with the response that this podcast, this show is getting. Big shout out to the folks in, in France, Italy, and the UK. That is the second, those three are tied for the second most downloaded country outside of the United States, and right behind them are India and Australia and Israel, a few folks in South Africa. So anyway, um, very, very excited to have you along as we explore this midlife thing. Like, how, how do we do it? There, there's just not that much instruction on what it could look like. I mean, there's a lot out there on what people think it should look like, uh, but I'm not really into shoulds. I, I want to figure out coulds. I, I, I want to go bigger, go better. I don't feel like I've hit my prime yet. I feel like I'm still, still growing, still learning, still climbing, and uh, that excites me. And I want to bring all that energy and but figure out how to channel it into midlife. And so if you've been listening uh, along with me, uh, and if you haven't, I'd recommend you go check out these, these episodes. So we had Bill Courtright, a phenomenal, phenomenal person, human, and he was talking about stress mastery. Now, that's something he has become an expert in over the past like three decades, uh, maybe even a, a little bit more. And also had, you know, just me talking, talking about how old is too old, because I found myself confronted with this, this thought that, oh, I'm, I'm just getting too old for that. And then I realized that that's nonsense. It's all, I'm only too old if I define it as too old. And so I, that was really just me kind of getting my head around choosing to not be too old to do something that, that I absolutely love to do, which in my case, it was mountain biking, but for you, I'm sure it's something else. Like, how do you retouch that passion, that thing that you love to do and maybe have stepped away from? And the, the last episode was with Jay Coons. And Jay is, well, Jay is not in the business of helping anyone do midlife better. So like with Bill Courtright, I mean, that's his focus of helping people elevate their lives, get past stress, really master it and take themselves to the next level. I love the episode with Jay for, for the contrast because that's not Jay's day job. He is just on a mission himself to make his life extraordinary. And so we got to hear a little bit about what he does and, and how he gets very, very intentional about things and where he chooses to focus and where he chooses to spend his time. And so great episodes have more coming up. Joger Stamp will be on next um, and, and got more in the wings coming. So please, uh, listen in, share them with your friends, share them with everyone else that you know who is trying to figure out this midlife thing too. Because the reason I started this show is I realized there's not much instruction out there for, for those of us who reach this point in our lives. We've probably gone through some big changes, like our kids may be grown if we have kids, maybe kind of facing the empty nest. We're at a different stage in our lives, in our careers, in our relationships, and there's just not that much out there on well, where do we go now? How do we do this thing called life now? And so what I wanted to talk about today, and this will be a short episode, is the idea of second first try. And I love, love, love this idea. And I first came across it. So I mentioned I love mountain biking. And so came across a YouTube channel called Sick Series. Sick as in dude, that was so sick. Sick Series. And it's a couple of mountain bikers in Austria. So if you don't speak German, you got to watch it with the English subtitles on. But anyway, 
a lot of the series was just them doing tricks and stunts and pushing each other. And they had this concept that I love and they call it second first try as in when it doesn't work out the first time you say, I need a second first try. And it's kind of a silly phrase. I mean, when I was a kid, we would have just called, I need a do over, but I love second first try even more because I don't know. And I don't know how that started. I don't know if they're the only ones who do that or if that's common in Austria or what, but the idea of, you know what, it's still a first try. I'm not going to get hung up on perfection. I'm going to do, do it on the first try, but I'm, I'm going to need a second first try to, to make this happen. And there is such freedom and such permission in that because a lot of us get bogged down in the perfectionism of, if I don't do it 100% right the first time, you know, it's not worth doing. It's, it's not worth it. I used to be stuck there. I am what my dad referred to as a semi-reformed perfectionist. And every year I get a little better and and I let go of this a little bit more. But, you know, there was a time in my life where I believed, um, I mean, you've heard the expression, if it's not worth doing right, it's not worth doing. In my mind, there was a little twist on that. And that is, if if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it at all, which is, of course, ridiculous and silly because there's no way to learn. There's no way to grow if you're trapped in the box of having to do things perfectly the first time. And a lot of times, particularly as we become adults and become older, you know, as kids, you just play, you do it over and over and over again. You know, the the example often given is no child gives up learning to walk after the first time they fall down, right? You just keep going and you learn and same thing all growing up. And then when we get to adulthood, we have this pressure, this expectation we place on ourselves where we don't want to look silly. We don't want to look ridiculous. And we want to just, you know, get it right the first time because, you know, that's what happens in the movies. That's what we've grown up with. That's what we spent our whole life learning and watching that, you know, we, we just need to be a natural at it. And yes, it's all nonsense. So I love the freedom that comes with this idea of, oh, I just need a second first try. You know, I, I can keep that idea of a first try in my head and I can give myself permission to do it. And you know, it would probably be easy to dismiss that as, I don't know, some sort of ego trip, like, oh, I got it on the first try, you know, it's the second one, but it's the first try. Except um, one of the people in, on the show that I mentioned, when, when they film some of their more elaborate stunts, you know, he, he made the comment that once I believe something can be done, I have to keep trying until I do it. And it is relentless to watch. Some of the behind the scenes videos are amazing because they will try a trick 400 plus times until they nail it. And of course, when it's all edited, it looks like this big smooth flow. You know, it's all good. Everything's done perfect 100% just right through one shot. And what I appreciate about that is one, he's not giving up on the second first try. Like he's doing 400 plus tries. When was the last time you, when was the last time I tried to do something 400 times? before giving up? How about a hundred times? How about 50 times? How about 20 times? When was the last time, you know, you you tried something more than just two or three times before deciding "Ah, it's just not for me. I can't do it. Imagine sticking with it. You know, Josh Spector, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's worth looking up on the internet. And he he talked about doing things a hundred times, like commit to doing it a hundred times, because that changes your mindset on how you approach anything if you're going to commit to doing it a hundred times. And when I first started podcasting, I, I adopted that and said, yeah, I'm going to do a hundred episodes. And my other show, Imperfect Action is now at, uh, I think it's 109 or so episodes and it's still going. 
And when I, I decided to start this show, someone very close to me said, all right, do 100 episodes. And so that idea that we, we just, we, we give up so easily, right? Like I said, when we're young, we'll just keep trying and trying. But as we get older, you know, we'll give it a few shots maybe. And then, and then move on to other things. And so I, I love the idea that thinking, if we're going to do it, let's commit to doing it. Let's commit to, to learning it. We'll probably be bad the first few times, but keep going with it and obsess over it until we are able to do it. And sometimes I think what we need just to give ourselves that little bit of permission to do it is that second first try. So whether it's you call it a do-over, whether you call it just doing it again, whether you call it part of the journey, I say, I just love the idea of second first try. So find something today, this weekend, this week, whatever it is that you have in your head that you want to do. Maybe you want to return to doing it. As I was talking about my previous episode about being too old or rather not being too old and give it a try and then give it a second first try and see where it goes. Thank you so much for being on this journey on become, mastering midlife and really figuring out how do we do this great. So I uh, love your input, love your ideas. Of course, you, you can find me on Instagram at Midlife Mastery Podcast or email me at midlifemasterypodcast at gmail.com. Love your feedback. For the folks out there in France, Italy, the UK, shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you. How did you find the show and what what really hooked you about it? And in fact, even if you're not in those countries, uh, shoot me an email. I would love to find out how you found the show, what you like about it, and maybe some topics for upcoming episodes. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, let's go make it a great day.